Mate, we covered three states today. Yeah, we did. And the thing that I took out of it is that the the Brisbane Carnival is really starting to heat up. Yeah. That's all, that's all I really care about, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And in probably the feature race of the day, um, full credit to the sponsors of that race as well. Um, but I think I've found one of the great get-out-of-the-casino bets of all time, and you'll actually be able to see that on my Ned's profile this weekend as well. Yes, uh, the Ned's profile is great, mate. Um you know, if you want to follow us in, if you followed uh, us in last week, you would have found a couple that's for sure. Maybe you find some more this week at some value, but uh, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But still, you can do everything else with the Neds app. You can get weird and exotic as well with the Neds same race multi. And, you know, there's no one else I'd rather bet with heading into the Brisbane Winter Carnival. Well, they also have a black book feature there, so you can black book ones for these prep runs into their grand finals. They have the futures markets there. You can do all that good stuff mm-hmm. with the good people at Neds. Mm-hmm. Damn right. But what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Declan, this is a momentous day because it's the end of season four. And what a season it has been. You guys might think, oh, they're crawling to the, the finish line. How wrong you are. How wrong you are. It's a sprint to the finish line, mate. And, you know, usually at the start of a race, they'll start with a pistol going bang, and then you run. Oh. For us, it's at the end. Yeah. We're like, you know who we like. Who we like. Who's one of the great backmarkers of all time? <laughs> great. Chautauqua? He's flying. <laughs> They're flying. We are Chautauqua, he's flying. Yeah, we're, we're, we're coming home with a wet sail. Um, Why, you might ask. Just, hey, 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 hey. Woo up, woo up, Charlie. Exactly right. Why is there a resolution so that you can build up throughout the story, and create a plot, and so the resolution is satisfying? Yeah, we're script guys. Yeah. Have you ever come across someone who's really, really blown away by someone who has premature ejaculation issues? <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that. So. No, you wouldn't have, have you? <laughs> I've only heard negative things about that. So you want some nice build up. <laughs> Just before the big finish, I'm sure our new spot. I'm sure the new stuff that's happening uh, with the podcast, I don't want to give anything away just yet. We'll be absolutely ecstatic with the stuff. <laughs> That's no, mate. You know what they know? They know what they signed up for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, yeah, they yeah, know yeah, yeah. what they've yeah, signed yeah, yeah. up. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's all good. Uh, it's all good. Before we get into all this exciting news, is uh, what I wanted to ask you was: How often do you check and get mail, like physical mail? Oh, barely. Yeah, barely. Um. Mostly because my lovely partner G uh, checks. Gotcha. On my behalf, I'm. I'm not really a guy who checks for mail. Yeah. Do you know I did receive in the mail the other day though? What was that? A request to uh, uh, for my presence as a juror, as a prospective juror. Really? Yeah. I've never been summoned. Yeah. Well, they must. Have, they must know that I'm a high caliber guy with great morals. <laughs> <laughs> so they. They specifically requested for one Declan Joseph Jones. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the first thing I immediately did when I got into work the next day was ask for one of those letters saying that <laughs> I am an absolutely essential employee, believe it or not. 
Well, <laughs> and 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 I and I can't do jury duty. Hey, you're an essential employee here. <laughs> <laughs> you beat me to the joke. <laughs> you wrote the letter. <laughs> yeah. <Whoa>. From <laughs> dear whom it may concern, yeah. male or female or anything in between. Yeah. My colleague Declan is an essential <laughs> part of this podcast and I cannot conduct it without him and the punters cannot punt without him no. either. So no. I kindly request that he be barred from jury duty from henceforth. Yours sincerely. Dan Hutchin, the On The Drift podcast, part of the Ken Street Media family. <laughs> and yes, we're serious. Uh, dead serious. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. As. Um, the reason why I ask, I didn't know any of that. Um, get a lot of pamphlets here. Okay, yeah. Like a lot. So you might think, oh, it might not be too bad. There's like takeaway stores or something like that. No. Get yeah. a lot of religious gear here. Do you? Lot of yeah, we talk yeah like Jehovah's born agains. Yep, happy those, clappers. Those two, but got a new one today. Oh, did you? Scientology has entered. Did the you? Yeah. Do At, you reckon they're trying to ride on the coattails of uh, Tom Cruise's success in in Top Gun too? Hundred percent. That. Yeah, they're like you know what this is a great movie. Have you ever considered Scientology? Uh, I haven't, and I won't <laughs> because. I've heard, and I'm not a very big Scientology buff, right? If if that's your faith, then fine. <laughs> what I will say is what I've heard is a lot of people who enter Scientology, a lot of them are, like, born into it because, mm. like, it's just like a general, like, ge- generational thing. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd say that's the case with most religions. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, that's, that's true too. <laughs> um. <clears throat> But no one, surely, in their right mind, would go towards that religion. I just, it just baffles me. No, I, th- I, th- I think they do. I think they, the, the rich and powerful, get drawn into it. Like, what has Tom Cruise done that he can't leave that religion? He's like probably level like ten thousand, what, whatever they do. Yeah, the highest level, um, the Doom and Ten Thousand level. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I don't know, and and for Tom. Every movie that he's in, like I like a, a lot of Tom Cruise's movies. He does his own stunts. He does, which is incredible. Um, but every movie he's in, I, all I can see is Tom Cruise. Mm. So I don't even know the name of the characters that he plays in. No. In Like obviously he's Maverick in Top Gun, but that's pretty yeah. much like the only thing. I just see Tom. Yep, yeah, fly that plane, Tom. Chase after that bad guy again. Get that girl, Tom. Well yeah. done, Tom. You know what I mean? You know what else you can't unsee with Tom Cruise? The face symmetry. Or the face, asymmetry? Face symmetry, but also tooth symmetry. Yes. Yeah. His front tooth is literally in the middle of his face, of his gums. Yeah, so bizarre. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. Yeah. Look so it bizarre. Up. Might put up a picture of him right here. Yeah. Can't a little bit of editing yeah. for you drifters at home. This last thing I want to do. <laughs> yeah, you've, <laughs> you've dug yourself a big hole now. Oh, I've had a week. I've had a week. Yeah, you've had a week. Um, in, in the wars. A bacterial week, let's say. Yeah, just, you know, antibiotics are in play. Hey, but you're still showing up for work because, again, just like I'm essential. an essential employee, Yeah, you're an essential employee. So if the pistons aren't firing, that's probably why. But something that never misses the mark, Declan, I want you to please explain to the drifters out there, what never misses the mark? What never misses the mark is uh, an ice cold 
be- beverage. Beverage. Whether it be beer or ginger beer, perhaps. Um, Wait, show off that hoodie you got on. Yeah, so look, let's, let's just close this for a sec. Check this out, Drifters, if, you, if you're watching on YouTube. Um, YouTube.com forward slash on the drift. Oh, that's nice. It's nice. So a big shout out to Gage Roads uh, Brewing Co. So um, Gage Roads has decided to, um, you know, jump on board with the podcast. A big shout out to Luke Jones who, who looked after us, um, who runs uh, Gage Roads uh, nationally. Uh, and his lovely partner has been a guest on this podcast a couple of times, uh, Jess Mitchell. Um, she's a, the leader of the On the Drift fan club. Um, newly designated, well done, Jess. Uh, <laughs> and I might say a fine connoisseur of the SRM. A, a, an excellent connoisseur of the SRM. What I might say about Gage Road beers. They're is, delicious, obviously. They are delicious, but... Not many XPAs can go all day, but only theirs can. Yeah, they've they've got an XPA that can go all day. Um, it's a it's a mid strength, I, I believe. Um, they've got the single fin summer ale, which is absolutely delicious if you um, enjoy a bit of fruit in your life. Um, Gee, that one's up my alley there. Yep, and then they've got a ginger beer. Matzo's ginger beer is a Gage Rose product. There you go. It just blew your mind, drifters. Um, this one's fifty percent less sugar um, and. Ooh. Oh, shush. Good crack. Oh, how's that? It is absolutely delicious and low alcohol as well. So if you want to have a session, <laughs> I've already burped on this podcast before. Trying to do <laughs> this is the way to go. Um, also got uh, Pipe Dreams Coastal Lager, which is an absolutely delicious drop. So big shout out to Gage Roads. Thanks for coming on board. Um, Always thanks, a pleasure. Thanks for the gear and, and, and try their stuff. It's delicious. Oh, you might think oh, we're done there. We're not done. We said we're going out with a bang, you we're, dickheads. Yeah, listen up. If you – what I might say, Declan, um, there's only one way that you can upgrade your snack game. I'd, I tend to agree. If you're watching horse racing, there's only one way to watch it, and that's to get a bit of spice going. Oh, God, yeah. Bit of God spice. Yeah. And, and may I add, the perfect bit of spice um, in these snacks, 100%. Oh, smells good. Mate, take one of them. The good people from Bareback Biltong have jumped on the podcast as the snack sponsor of this podcast. Now, we're sampling the smoked chili Yum. version of their Biltong. Now, I've sampled the original, which we've got as well. Haven't done the chili. We wanted to do the chili on air to see how how spicy it really is. Mate, no word of a lie. That is absolutely delicious. Gee, that hits the spot, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, do you know what drink would go awfully well? <laughs> Bareback built on. If not a Matzo's ginger beer. That. Like a Gage Roads beer. Good kick, but not too much. I like it. Yeah. Good amount of spice, not too much. So, you know when this would have been, bareback tilt biltong would have been perfect? Yeah. Back when we were at high school. Oh, God, yeah. I want to take you back down memory lane uh-huh. to a certain rugby teacher that used to ask us, not us specifically, because I didn't really play that much rugby, right? Mm. But he used to ask his proteges, what did you get? Your protein? <laughs> <laughs> if only 
We had Hey Paul Did you get your protein in? Our bareback biltong For old Peter Gledhill Peter Gledhill Um Drifters, uh, no, he's not named after the greyhound, Peter Gladwell. <laughs> <laughs> the greyhound's named after him. Uh, yeah, Nudgy old boys listening to us will know exactly what we're talking about. But, um, yeah, absolutely delicious. That Biltong, big Biltong uh, fan. Thank you for jumping on, guys. And you know what? We might even have have a chat to the founding father. Bareback Biltong, why not? Why not, mate? Hello. Alan, how you going, mate? You got Hutch and Jonesy. Good, boys. What's happening? Oh, mate, we just enjoyed some smoked chili bareback biltongs. Absolutely delicious. Good shit, eh? <laughs> mate, Good shit. thanks Good so shit. much for uh, jumping on, uh, supporting the podcast, mate. Firstly, how did how did you get into the biltong business? We're curious. Uh, I guess it goes back a long time. Like in 2012, I dated a girl who... Had a cattle property in the Northern Territory. She taught me how to make it. And then um, I just made it for myself and my brother. It was a bit of a protein snack for years. And eventually, um, when I came back from playing rugby overseas, I went into business with some boys in some other businesses. And I used to bring the biltong in. And it was just born out of, of that, really. We just, they both said to me, let's, let's start selling it. And then you know, it kind of spiraled from there. And, and now we're in you know, places like Anaconda and all that kind of stuff. So... It was just a bit of a whim, and, and it's actually worked out all right. Oh, mate, it's absolutely delicious. So thanks for jumping on board and providing us some. Um, what's your personal favourite flavour? Smoked chilli. Yeah. Um, but we've got some, uh, obviously, new flavours coming, salt and vinegar, chimichurri, and smoke. And my personal favourite is probably, uh, probably the smoke. It's, okay. uh, it's, it's nice. It's, it's really subtle, but it's, it's enough to, to, to provide a bit of difference. Yeah, I haven't brilliant. seen a salt and vinegar or chimichurri on the market, so you're doing some groundbreaking stuff there, mate. And other than purchasing on barebackbiltong.com.au, where else can our drifters purchase? So we're in a whole lot of independence um, in and around the place. Probably the biggest name uh, across kind of Queensland, New South Wales, a little bit of Victoria, but um, the biggest name you can probably purchase from is from Anaconda. That's our biggest supplier. Um, so any most anacondas across Queensland and New South Wales and Victoria, you should be able to purchase within there. Would be the perfect camping snack, I would have thought. 100%. Absolutely, 100%. <laughs> Mate, what about horse racing? Do you follow the ponies at all? I do. I do a little bit, yeah. I'm not a massive um, punter, but I, I do enjoy a punt. Yeah, lovely. Hopefully you're not following our tips too often. But um, <laughs> what about the uh, Tats Tiara this weekend, mate? Have you had a look at the race? Who do you like? Uh, I like the 16, Star Tempty, yeah. um, at 11 bucks. Good barrier, ready to go after a bit of a solid prep and, and has been racing quite well. So pretty keen to see how they go. Love it, mate. And uh, Robbie Heathcote, I, I'm sure, has uh, he's only said good things about her um, in preparation for the tiara on the weekend. Mate, what about across the great land? Have you got a best bet? I do. I've got two. So, obviously, the first one is Queensland to win State of Origin 2. <laughs> <laughs> We're with you there. I don't, think, I don't think you can go past that. I think it's a really, really good bet. But I've gone for... Caulfield race nine, uh, number 11. Here's our Bonneval of $7.50. Uh, UK import, first Aussie start. 
really uh, good track record, has a second to dark shift, which won at Royal Ascot last week. Sheesh. So liking that. There you go. Man, I love it. Some international flavour. Oh, we love to get some value with internationals first up um, in Aussie land. So, nah, darling, that's great, mate. And a great shout with Star Tante's in the uh, TR. I reckon she's she's just about due for a win uh, <laughs> because she's been there or thereabouts all prep. So, thanks for that, mate. And um, I think we forgot to mention, uh, if you're buying some bareback built on from the website, uh, enter in Drifters20 when you're checking out uh, for a little bit of a discount from, from us to you. I would have thought that's 20% discount, Dave. I would have thought that's 20% off as well, yeah. mate. <laughs> Certainly is. 20% off for the drifters. How good. Oh, mate. Thanks so much, Dylan. Yeah, thanks for jumping on, no mate. No worries, lads. Have a good night. Take it easy. Thank thanks, you, mate. mate. See ya. Bye. Bye. Drifters 20. If you needed to hear that again, drifters. Uh, drifters 20, get 20% off at Bareback Biltong. Um, mate, actually delicious. Mate, this smoked chili is a good gear. Yeah. It's good. My favourite. That is sensational, but this one's my fave. Yeah. Um, very keen to try the salt and vinegar chimichurri. Very keen to try that as well. Um, you know, can always use more salt and vinegar in my life. I wasn't an S&V guy growing up. But Weren't you? In recent years, I've had a very, very big love for it. Um, what's your go-to salt and vinegar chip? Um, what is my are you a, Are you a Red Rock Deli guy? It's a pungent, it's a pungent balsamic in that. It Very is. pungent. It is. Um, I'm just trying to, trying to think. What is my favourite? I like those Terrell's chips. Tyrell's. 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 Tyrell. I like the potato in there, but I actually, on reflection, I don't know if they actually have S&B. I don't know. Um, whatever's going really, but yeah, red box can't all go cylinders, firing on all Sandboy, cylinders. Sandboys, Sandboys are a pack punch, mate. Sandboy just know how to do fucking good chips. Mate. <laughs> like we're talking, we're talking barbecue Sandboy, delicious. Atomic tomatoes, absolutely delicious. Um, I have chicken. Yeah, chicken I haven't tried in a very long time, but but atomic tomato and barbecue, like honestly, drifters. Um, if if you've seen it. At Coles and Woolies, and you've, you've always strayed past it. Like turn around, turn, turn around. <laughs> Every now and then, I get a little bit longer. Bright eyes, can I fucking need you more than ever? Okay, Tastiara time. Yeah, did we say we were finishing with a bang, or, or did we say that our tires were just deflating? <laughs> Far out. Rapidly. Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. Honestly. So the Tats Tiara, mate. Yeah. I'm looking at this field. There's 17 horses and four emergencies in this field. Mm-hmm. If you find the winner here, you find some value. Ana Visto's the favourite, $4.80. What way are you landing? Well, mate, I think I, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast um, last week or maybe a few weeks ago, but. Uh, I, I've had the same bet for this race lined up for a month, if not like sort of six weeks, right? You can't jump off now. I can't jump off now. Uh, and that's number three, Ana Visto. Mm. Um, I was at day two of the championships, Drifters, uh, if you weren't aware already, <laughs> and where she ran uh, second in the Queen of the Turf to, to Nimalee. Yeah. And I think – during the day or the next day, I think I said to you, I was going to change my tip from Colette in that race to Anavisto. I just mapped like it'd be a race that suits. She goes to win 
Uh, she goes to run second over sixteen hundred meters. I think fourteen hundred meters. Her go. Yeah, yeah. And she flies flies well, fresh. Um, I think she's awesome on a good track, and she draws to be up on pace for me. Um, and and she's been running figures that I, I think if she runs to those sort of figures, um, she, she'll be right in the finish for this. I was five dollars with Neds at the moment. I think that's okay. I was I was hoping for like sort of sevens or eights. Yeah, I thought they'd be switched. I thought Snapdance would have been the favourite. I think the barrier draw yeah. has just um, put off a lot of people. What? But hey, are they not listening? Clearly not. Honestly, the biggest, the, the fastest growing horse racing podcast on the south side of Brisbane. You'd think, you know, where would have got out? The barriers don't mean shit. Speaking of, we didn't even touch on last weekend. Did we get the Ipswich Cup winner? No, we did. I was pretty close. But did my best bet of the day at 650 lob? Yes, it did. Yeah, it did. Holyfield. Oh, what barrier did he draw? 17. 17. Never looked like losing. Don't think I even said on this podcast, but passive aggressive was a was a good go for me on the weekend. She looks like a smart filly, and I tell you what, I love those silks. <laughs> you do love those silks, and some very good judges are saying that she maps like Shoals, your favourite horse of all time. Yes, she was a good girl, Shoals. Um, and if passive aggressive is half as good as her, I'll be a happy chappy. Last time I checked, passive aggressive wasn't in this field. <laughs> so um, no, it's not. So with. So you're on Ana Vista. I'm on Ana Vista, yeah. Um, look, Snap Dancer for me, if she drew in, like, again, not a big barriers guy. I'm a tempo guy. Uh, and her tempo suggests you want to draw in, but she didn't. So I'm happy to risk her. Yeah. I think where barriers are a positive, where they don't do too much work, where is where you have a horse that might not necessarily love this distance. For instance, they're stepping out, they – it's the very peak of their distance range or the very short of the distance range that they want. I think that maps quite well for Shout the Bar here. She's a miler, out and out. She is, yeah. But what she is is an elite good track horse. Yep. Um, she beat up on Barbrader. So much so that Coolmore threw three million at her yeah. in the uh in the sales recently. Yep. So I think she looks by far the overs. I'm surprised she's actually eleven dollars. I was expecting fifteens. Man, she's she's won two group ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think she's probably the class horse in the race. Yeah, but fourteen hundred meters first up again, just absolutely stinks of a Waterhouse bot um, ambush. Yeah, barrier two, Ryan Maloney in the saddle, mate. She beat yeah Barb Raider by four lengths two starts ago. Her form, latest form on good tracks. She's running. She beat Barbara by four. She's within three or lengths or so of Zaki at the same distance. I think she's the class horse in the race. I think she has the best form in the race. I think she's a cracking bet. Um, and she'd be my clear second selection in this race. Shout the bar. So I think the, the price at the moment. Do you think she'll firm up? I think so. I think yeah. some astute. I think, I think a lot of punters who. No, they know their shit. Not saying we do, but I think a lot of punters yeah. who do will, will come for shit the bar. Mate, what about that little race at um at Eagle Farm the other week where the Waller trifecta <laughs> going out again? Kiku, nudge, and a tissue. Yeah. Of those three, who gets the chockies? Oh, really hard to say. I think I think out of those three, I think a tissue is probably the best horse. Um, but I wouldn't want to be with any of those three. 
Mate, a tissue stood in the gates this prep. Yeah, so um, I think she sorted her barrier manners out the last three starts. Like, like I, I'd be, I'd be surprised. Um, what about your girl? Gorgeous chestnut, Brooklyn Hustle thoughts. I was nearly going to do it. I didn't. I didn't even realise Shout Bar was in the race before I started doing the form for this race. So I, if she wasn't in the in the field for a laugh. I'd be having her on top, 100%. I think this is the last time we see her at the track, Brooklyn Hustle. So she's either going to break everyone's hearts once again or she's going to break it for the people that haven't backed her or her backed her each start and jumped yeah, off. Back to the last like 10 starts. Mate, she was fantastic finishing off there um, in the strap broke. The issue is is that Startantes is actually half a kilo better than her at the weights here and she's drawn better and she had a flashing light on her in the strap broke as well. So she wouldn't like, shock. She wouldn't shock you. And you're probably better off betting Startantes over Brooklyn Hustle. Like Startantes, they've been waiting for her to draw a barrier so she can go in the forward half of the field. Brooklyn Hustle will be last. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> 16 bums in front of her. Yeah, Brooklyn Hustle will be last. I, I can I can see uh, Startontes definitely um, getting a seat. Uh, maybe sort of midfield. Uh, if she's got some cover, she'll be right in the finish. I think she's a good horse. Um, away game, she's racing in our favourite silks now. Uh, how do you think she goes? Nah, not, not for you. Mine. I think she's she's been a bit teasy. She's been teasing me this mm. prep and – Typically, I get drawn in, but not today. Uh, what about the second favourite, Snap Dancer? Drawn the car park, as you mentioned. Last start, Goodwood winner. Goodwood winner? No, the Sangster. Um, <coughs> I don't think she runs our 1,400 metres. Yeah, that would be my query with her. Uh, I, I think over 1,200 metres, I think she's one of our best mares. Um you know, based on based on her Magic Millions win uh, and her, her last win in the Sangstar, uh, yeah. If she if she drew better, I, I think uh, she'd be the main threat to Anavisto for me. Um, I want Anavisto to sit behind, um, shout the bar and, and Vangelic here. That's what I want for her, and then just run over the top of them late. But I think shout the bar could lead all the way. Yeah, I think she's going to be mighty hard to get past. I think it's going to be a Waterhouse bot special for one five one for Gay Waterhouse. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, okay. Well, yeah. Shout the bar on top for me, and you have Anavisto. Yes. What about a best bet, mate? We have to go out on a bang with this carnival. We bring it <laughs> going out a bang with this podcast. May as well do it with our best bets. Bang. Um, I've just got the one best bet. Um, do you have any more than one that you want to give? No, just one. Uh, so there's a horse I backed last start who ran second over a, an unfavorable distance of a thousand meters, um, and it steps out of twelve hundred meters here, um, and that's in the last race, race nine, number nine, Garibaldi. Um, Garibaldi. Garibaldi. See, eleven bucks with Neds at the moment, Garibaldi. I think he was super first start, Gosh. but he gets to a, a better distance here. Um, He'll draw to go sort of back towards uh, the back of the race, um, but I think there's enough speed on for him to get over the top, and I'll definitely find out at that price of eleven bucks. Wow! Well, there you go. Ending with a bang, mate. Mate, you know I love Quinella on this podcast and in general. <laughs> mate, that was that was talking 
Strat broke with Baller. In yeah, they were. Like, and they didn't, the connections didn't want to, I reckon what Tony's done, it's gone like, hey, 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 hey. There's a race for him a week after the Strat broke. Let's just take him there. It's more achievable. I reckon Baller can win that, but I like your rationale with yes. Garibaldi. Mate, let's go to race four on the program. You know what I like? I like Zaki form. <laughs> Do you? I love that. I love it. And I like form that's holding up and a horse that gets better when it gets out to staying distance. And that's Esti Feeney, if that is indeed how you pronounce yourself. What is H-U-N? Hungry. Hungarian horse. You're joking. No way. It's been running in Hungary. Yeah, bro. That is sick. <laughs> so this prep, I'll just take your attention to its last two runs. Only lost by less than three lengths in the Dooming Cup when Hueta <laughs> did <laughs> a job. <laughs> and then it improved to lose by under two lengths in the Q22. Gets out to 2,400 metres here. I think it's just perfectly placed. Mate, you know what? Because it's our last week, I'm, this is this is the only time I'm going to pressure the drifters into anything because you really you guys can live your lives in, in how you please and you can bet how you like and I, and I encourage you to gamble responsibly. But what I will say is what does that two-leg multiplay pay for our two best bets? An well, astronomical amount. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing – Double figures. I'm seeing big, big double <laughs> figures. SD is only two dollars forty, and there is a the second favorite, uh, third favorite is a Julib's acceptor in Sydney. So it might go that way. Um, but if it stays in Brisbane, I think it still wins. So SD two dollars fifty into Garibaldi at, at 11s. 11s. I'm not a mass guy. But I'm I'm saying that's between twenty to thirty dollars. Yeah. Hey, responsibly, responsibly, we responsibly can. look at it and then <laughs> responsibly have a Respons- responsibly drink one of these. <laughs> responsibly look <laughs> at the form and then responsibly uh, gamble a Mitch an amount which is responsible for your current life situation. And then if once you win it, responsibly use those winnings in a way that would result in a responsible outcome. And purchase of bareback biltong. Yeah. Engage roads lager. Look, hell of a season. Um, Drifters, we wanted to just say thank you for listening to us dribble on this season. It's been a long season, but it's been a good season. Yeah, agreed, mate. It's Again, it's been our best yet. We've been slowly but surely building each season and it's been a stack of fun. And so thanks, you guys, for, uh, for supporting us and listening. Yeah, and if you wanted to really help us along on this podcast is there's a few things you can do. Firstly, you can jump on the Bareback Biltong site, use Drifters20, purchase some of the product there from those guys. Jump on Gauge Roads, any bottle you go to, buy some of their stuff. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful stuff. But finally, what you can do is you can jump on all of our podcasting apps. Give us a rating, five-star rating. Really helps us um, get into those algorithms. Subscribe to us on YouTube as well. Leave a comment, get engaged on the Instagram, Twitter, all that sort of good stuff. But um, look, I'm sure the majority of them are doing that sort of thing anyway. Yeah, I'm sure they are. And why wouldn't they? And um, I feel like the biggest or one of the biggest outside of the drifters, thank you, has to go to our good friend at Ned's as well. 
Oh, the biggest of all, uh, our good mates at Ned's have been a huge supporter of the podcast for, for a long time now, uh, yeah. since early days. So uh, big shout out to Ned's. Thanks for the opportunities you're giving us. Um, and yeah, we, we really appreciate it. Yeah. And we appreciate you guys. And yeah, look, with this last group one on the weekend, uh, hopefully um, for once you, you've um, followed our tips at the right time because there's a lot of wrong times to follow our tips. But yeah. Um, you know, we're in it for we're in it for more of the love of the the great game that is horse racing rather than handing out tips. So we appreciate uh, you guys appreciate that about us as well. <laughs> well said, mate. And <laughs> pardon me. Um, what does our schedule look like? Look, over the next six weeks, we're going to go into the paddock. We're going to have a rest. That's what we're going to do first and foremost. But what we will do, we'll be back for the first group one of the spring, which is the Memsey. So we will bring. That sort of content into your ears, but what we will also be doing in that time is we're going to be doing some interviews with some people, and then we're going to be putting that across our platforms. Yep, um, which is going to be fun too. So stay tuned for that stuff. Stay tuned, but we'll be in your ears in approximately six-ish weeks, two six to two six to eight weeks, <laughs> six to two weeks. Mate, we need to get you big bowl of chicken soup. <laughs> get you tucked up in bed. It's what I do for you, drifters. Yeah, my Lazarus. Appreciate this, man. Uh, but thanks again, drifters. We'll uh, we'll see you very soon. Good luck this weekend, guys. Have a good one. <laughs>